everyone. Welcome to Actually Authentic. This is Maria. And this is Liv. And today we're going to be talking about the importance of kindness. Kindness is something that everyone knows the definition of and it's something that can sometimes be overlooked because it's kind of one of those things that people say, well, of course you're kind or whatever, but you kind of have to look specifically at how you can be kinder and really analyze yourself to be the most kind you can be. At least that's been my experience with it. What do you think, Liv? Yeah, I think that kindness is definitely like we're taught from a young age. At least I would say most of us like being kind and nice to people and being polite is really important. So I do think that like kindness is like a foundational value that is taught in society, Um especially as we're, you know, growing up and whatnot. So I do think that it's one of those concepts that it's easy to grasp, but really easy to kind of forget at the same time and not practice. Exactly. Yeah. And I guess we could do a quick little life update because it has been a second since we've been on, but kind of similar to what it's been. I've been going to school and doing my internship, but I'm almost graduated. So Liv and I are both in that stressful situation where we're thinking about jobs and becoming real adults. Well, Liv already graduated, but (laughs) we're both in the same point where we're both looking for jobs right now. Kind of crazy. Yeah, it is. And like, I had my seasonal job. So like summer's over. So I'm like, okay, now what? (laughs) Like, You just apply to like a million, hope that at least three get back to you. It's just, I don't know. It's very saturated right now too, especially with the comm industry, because a lot is on like you can do from online and at home. And sometimes I don't know. I feel like everybody's now flocking to our degree. Um, Even with in the past couple years, like our program at our college has like grown a ton. So it's just kind of very saturated, but everybody needs somebody in the communication industry. So like all companies need you, but it's just about, you know, finding the right fit for you and then finding the right fit for them so yeah I feel like that's the scary part of it is when you're in school still or you're in an internship things aren't really set in stone and then you're kind of left to find a job on your own and you don't know exactly what you like you don't know companies and how the position will actually be so you're kind of on a limb and things are always open-ended or it's a waiting game it's definitely a stressful time (laughs) Yeah, and I feel like our university has lots of job and opportunities and networking opportunities, but it's in like Utah or like Idaho or, you know what I mean? So it's around the surrounding states, but like that's not where I want to live. So it's kind of hard because you have to like branch out even further and see if you can find something that fits because the the school is helpful if you want to live in those locations. But if not, it's kind of just like up to you. So yeah, totally get that. Yeah, and Liv and I are both, deciding where to live. I know Liv said that they're moving to Michigan soon, so she has another move coming up. Kind of crazy, too. Yeah, it's like two and a half weeks away. It's so crazy. I'm like, hopefully this will be the last move for a while because I feel like with college and stuff and like moving for internships, it's like feels like every six months that you're like moving apartments and moving locations. So we've done it a ton, but so, you know, Maybe we'll have to think of another moving tips episode because that was like the start of our podcast and now we're going to, I was, I'm going to be moving again. So (laughs) so I 
think the cool part for you is Brandon has a job there, like a full time. So you're really starting your life. Yes, we're so we're starting to be settled adults, which is crazy. And I mean, Brandon's like, I'm um, 23. I just turned 23 on this past third. Well, when this goes out, it'll be two weeks ago. So that 19th of August, basically, I turned 23. And then Brandon's birthday is was on like the 14th. So about a week before mine. And um, so he's now 28. So he's a little bit older than me. But like, he even is just like, I don't know. We're both like, we don't feel like real adults yet since we've been in school. But now that he has an actual like corporate job with benefits and a salary, like he has a freaking salary, you guys. That's so weird. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's the good part about marrying an older man. (laughs) Yeah, no, he he knew what he wanted. That's like one of my things when dating. I was like, I don't want a boy. I'm like, I want a man. So I'm going to go for older. So we're about, you know, we're like barely five years apart. So, but I love him and he's awesome. And, you know, it just goes to show that like, you can always change your like direction anytime, you know, whatever age you are, you can find your groove. It's never too late, but yeah, yeah. no, it's good. We're going to be moving and that'll be super fun. Once we get over there, we have our apartment all signed for. So crazy to me that you guys already have an apartment and you said that you haven't seen pictures of it yet, but you have it signed the least you yeah have. we've seen like we have like photos like general photos on the apartment's website but we haven't seen like that specific apartment which I mean we've done this before like maybe it was maybe it's different because it was in our college town but we've like signed for apartments without seeing the actual unit so I'm not too worried and I mean like the thing with apartments too is everybody's gonna whine and moan about a complex because I don't know it's just how it is like with every single apartment complex you look up there's always people that are complaining it's just kind of the nature of things so you kind of have to take that to with a grain of salt for for the most part and just find the best deal that you can and like feel feel out what's right for you so um but I think it'll be fine like I don't think we'll have any issues and if we do then we'll figure it out but I'm really excited as like vaulted ceilings and you know, it's a one bedroom and I'm like, whatever that means in an apartment, I know what that means in a house. So we'll see. I'll keep you guys updated as to what that means in apartment terms. But yeah, I'm excited to see once you move in, like when we FaceTime, I'll walk through all the rooms. And do you know like what the area is like there? Have you been in Michigan often or are you very familiar with Michigan? Not really. Um, Cause I am from Indiana, but the only time we really ever went to Michigan growing up was for like, I don't know, like you go to resorts or you go to like Lake Michigan, which is actually like the opposite direction of where we're at. We've never, I've never been around like the suburb, suburbs of Detroit or Southern or Northern Michigan. So it's kind of like, I know like Midwest kind of has like a standard, like what it looks like, but I don't really know the vibe, but I like know that um, like, we are living in a town like it's going to be a small town but it's right next to like larger I don't know cities that's just kind of how the midwest is you can live in somewhere that's really really lively and then you can go 10 minutes south and then you're like in a small town so it's not really like the same as like west small towns if that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah but we're living like really close to like a college town that's really nice and has like a nice downtown and so you know, I think, and there's like a lot of things in different directions that seem fun for us to do. So it'll be interesting to like feel the vibe. I hope we really like it, but I think that me and Brandon will really enjoy Michigan. So 
Yeah, it's always exciting moving to a new state because I've never even been to Michigan, but Dallin and I want to take a trip to see it for fun. So we'll have to visit you guys. Yeah, you guys will have to come stay with us. And I think that like from what I've seen, because they have like a skiing resort. So they have like little mountains there, which Brandon, like once he found that out, it made him really happy because he's from, you know, the West. And then they have like a lot of fishing and they have a lot of um, like outdoorsy stuff to do, but they also have a lot of city things to do, which I think is a really good balance because, you know, I like shopping and, you know, like, attractions and aesthetic things and you know nature comes with that too but it'll be nice to kind of have a balance of like what my hobbies are and what Brandon's hobbies are so yeah that will be nice and you'll have to tell me how Michigan is Dallin and I still need to figure out where we're gonna live so we'll be able to get tips from you guys yeah come live next to us because that would be nice to have some friends (laughs) I know yeah like growing up I never had a lot of super close girlfriends and I don't know why and that kind of leads into like kindness that we're talking about today one big thing I kind of wanted to touch on is how kindness at a young age I feel like children when they're really developing is middle school high school even elementary school and kids and teens can be so mean and you kind of forget about it I feel like most of my experiences I've kind of shed and just drop those memories because right now they don't have any importance to me and there's no point of me going through it but at the same time a lot of those memories still shape you yeah and I think that honestly like middle school girls are so mean in middle school and it's such like a weird time as a girl because like you're hitting puberty but you're like still awkward and everybody's kind of trying to figure it out. But it's like that first transition into like kind of like that popular mentality too. So people like that used to be your best friends in elementary school. A lot of times that's when you shed a lot of friends, like people are finding their crowd and I don't know, you can get a lot of mean girls. And normally that balances itself out in high school. I would say at least it did in mine and you still have your people, but I think during those young years is like when people tend to be like following the crowd and doing what their friends want them to do. And you're really impressionable. So like you can do a lot of things that you regret and you'd be really mean if you really want to be, or if you don't want to be and you just want to like fit in. I don't know. Totally agree. Yeah. It's hard. I definitely see. I feel like my experience with middle school is different than everybody else. Cause when I had moved from, so I grew up in New York And then at the age of seven, I moved from New York to California, and I was in elementary school. So I was really shy. Some of the, the school was a little behind California, or New York was a little behind California. So I had to go to like special reading classes to help me get up to speed. So in elementary school, and I went through like the chubby phase, you know, girls go through. So I feel like that was my awkward time was in elementary school. And then when middle school hit, I don't know why, but I had so many friends and I had a lot of confidence because I started like growing and wearing makeup. And for me, middle school was awesome. But I don't know. I feel like it's different with everybody because everyone has different experiences. But I will say my middle school, like the girls were all pretty nice. I didn't have any mean girl stories in middle school. It was more elementary school and high school. What about you, Liv? Yeah, that's interesting. I'm thinking that 
Mm, like we had more, I would guess like the mean girl mentality, I would say in middle school, but I was like, I don't know. I was really nice in school and just um, really befriended basically anybody. So I would say that like a lot of people knew me and knew who I was. And I was just nice to everybody. You know, I'd sit with like, if anybody wanted to sit next to me, they could sit next to me. So I don't think like, I was never really mean to anybody else and nobody else was really mean to me just cause I don't know. I was a very, I don't know, kind, kind of girl. And I was a little bit more shy and I don't know. I was very welcoming. So I don't really remember having any like super big mean girl moments. Um, in middle school. Yeah. In middle school and then elementary school, same thing. I don't know. I just, I had like my couple close friends and then I was just nice to everybody. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's just different. It's different. It varies from school to school, person to person, because one person that's mean can make all the difference in a childhood or in an experience, which is kind of sad. But yeah. I'm like, I guess everyone goes through different trials. But yeah, and I would say that like, um, I found like my group. And like I had stayed kind of friends with the same people from my elementary school over to my middle school and then befriended new people. But I was never really, really close to like, I don't know, a lot of people or anything. But I like had a lot of friends that I'd sit out with lunch. And so I had like my group. But I would say like I started growing closer to people as I got into like high school. And I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense because you start driving and like you do more sports and like it's more like adult kind of a vibe. But um, I would say, like, my first, like, freshman year, I, like, evolved and, like, created new friendships. And, you know, I parted from a lot of the friends that I did have in middle school. So I did have, like, some, like, separation, like, evolved in that way. Yeah. See, that's awesome. I feel like when I got to high school, it was, I don't know, I, I had a boyfriend that I had met. And I just began getting obsessed with him, well, before we started dating. And I feel like for me, it was a lot, like, there was the popular group, and, like, I grew up a member of the church that, we've talked about the church, so I grew up a member of the church, and there's, like, different popular groups within the church, too, and then me and my boyfriend started dating, which was really good, and I was part of the popular group for a while, and I feel like me being young and impressionable and wanting to fit the standard is I started not paying attention as much to my other friends that I had before my transition, which I kind of, I mean, I don't like saying I regret anything, but if there was one thing I could change from high school, it is, like, don't drop everything for a guy, (laughs) and keep those important relationships with who you made, like, in elementary school, like, those are the people that, well, of course people change, but I feel like in elementary school, things are more wholesome. You're not really making friends just because they're popular or, I don't know. It just seemed different for me. Oh, no, 100%. I think that when you're able to kind of, like, keep those young relationships alive, when, you know what I mean, you're able to kind of see how each other have evolved. And I think that, like, sometimes you can fall out of those friendships and it's totally okay to fall back into those at any time. Like nine times out of 10, I would say if you reached out to somebody that you like were really close to it when you were young, but then dropped as you got older and like, you're like in college and you want to reach out to them, I would say it's definitely not a bad thing. Um, Exactly. But, you know, I think that 
there's a, I, girls are a little bit different too. I think that we're very, I mean, guys get their own pressure for sure, but like, I don't know. There's just that popular mentality, I think for both, but, yeah. but we feel the pressure. I don't know to be pretty and to like be on trend and like all the same things. And I don't know. So I totally get, um, finding that balance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As a teenager, you're just going through so many changes and, you want to be popular, you want to be loved, you want to be liked. So you're just doing your best to navigate. Yeah, and I definitely think that like, sometimes we can accidentally be unkind to people when we do evolve in friendships when we're super young, because you can just kind of like, drop them. Yeah, not even maybe, maybe on purpose, but just kind of like happens, but maybe that person feels different. And then that's like hurt feelings. So I don't know. I you have to be very like, I think as an adult, we're a lot more self-aware, at least I hope we are. And so when you look back on those times, you're like, man, like if I could go back, I would totally, you know, do this different, which is okay. But yeah. And I mean, the good part to my story is like me and my friend that had a falling out. It was just because we were evolving. Our groups were changing. And like I said, I was starting to focus more on my boyfriend and the group that he was in the popular um, LDS group and like I never did something outright rude to her that it wasn't good and now like years later like we're meeting up today to hang out me and that friend that I've had since elementary school just because like the way it did the falling out was it wasn't bad it wasn't negative we weren't unkind it's just people were growing and now we're at a time where we both are in the same spot kind of again and we can go back on that relationship friendship and it's still good because it was kind. We were kind throughout the times, even when we were growing and had a falling out. Oh, yeah. No, that's awesome. That Something actually similar happened to me this um, past weekend. Um, there's a girl that we were really, really close with when we were younger. Um, we were in the same, like, um, church building. And then they moved. Um, like, we kind of, when we were in the same, like, church building, we were really, really close. And then I went to, like, Young Women's, but she was, like, a year or two behind me. So we kind of just like separated as friends and then she moved, but then I moved like, and like my family moved to a different church building. And then we were in the same like young women's group. And, um, like we were like talk and like, we'd hang out and stuff, but we weren't like super, super close. But like, I actually just reached out to her this past weekend. Cause she like messaged me on Instagram about, um, about something, but I was just like, man, dude, like I miss our friendship. Like we were so close, like we talked about kind of like all the good memories we had when we were really, really young and how like special those are to like both of us. And I told her, I'm like, we should start talking more again. Cause I'm like, I miss your friendship. Cause she was just always a very reliable person. And we just kind of like naturally segregated. But I think that's like some, a good point to make is that it's totally okay to like evolve in your friendships. And sometimes, you know, like it's okay to like have a different season with somebody else and to, you know, you guys to go your separate ways and to, you know, kind of not like lose that friendship and have a falling out in a bad way, but to kind of like separate and not be super close. But I think that like life changes and maybe you'll meet up one day when you're both like in a place to have that friendship grow again. Yeah. See, something that I've noticed with most people, I mean, it's not foolproof, but most people want to be friends with other people, want to be kind, want to be liked. So what I've learned is I shouldn't be afraid to make that first effort because sometimes I'll get insecure to reach out to people or I don't know some 
that's just part of something that I deal with, but I've been trying to just reach out despite what could happen, and if they don't respond positively, then just give up. It doesn't matter. Like, shoot your shot. Right, exactly, and just kind of go for it. I think it's okay to put ourselves out there, and, you know, I think that sometimes we think we might be, like, one-sided in that thought process of, oh, I want to, like, reach out to them again. They might be thinking the same exact thing, and, you know, like, me and this friend, we follow each other, and like I said, we're in the same group, and whatnot. We just haven't been, like, super, super, like, soul-bearing close for a while, and I was just, like, like, you know, we enjoy seeing each other on Instagram, and, like, the life we're both leading, like I'm married and she's like got home from her mission a year ago and, you know, is in college and having fun and kind of evolving as an adult. And, you know, I think it's fun to see each other grow. And I think there's no problem with like reaching out. Cause I think a lot of times that person might be having the same thoughts that you are. Yeah. I think it's really cool that we have technology now. I mean, there's pros and cons to it, but I like to see it since I am a comm major and we learn all the importance of technology and marketing and communications that I can see digital media in a good way. It is able to connect us to people who we never like in the past would have been able to have close relationships with. And that just means we can have so many more powerful relationships with people that can influence our lives for the better. Yeah, and I think social media gives us an opportunity to be, like, outwardly kind towards people. Like, all these people that you follow and all all your friends that you've had and that you follow, it's, like, comment on their posts. If you think they're, like, they look so happy or cute or you want to compliment them and it's, like, genuine, like, go and compliment them and comment on their posts or say, oh, I'm so excited for you for this or that's so awesome or, like, you look like you're having so much fun. I don't know, just, like, and communicate and DM and just kind of, put yourself out there because I think that um, social media is really special and we're able to really connect with people who, you know, aren't in the same place as us. So I think that we have a real opportunity to show kindness to people consistently throughout our lives without them having to be right next to us. Yeah. And that's just something that I've been able to appreciate because like right now, Dellen and I are in California with my parents and there's some family here, but like, all of my friends are in different states, so without Snapchat or Instagram or text, I wouldn't really be able to have those important conversations with those people and grow those relationships, which have really benefited my life in the positive. Yeah, exactly. I think it goes a long way, and it's such a blessing to be able to communicate with each other and, you know, have the podcast, and, you know, it's just, you get to connect to people with, with people on such a level if you choose to take advantage of the technology that is right in front of you. Yeah, and it is a slippery slope. Like, there's different problems you feel like you have sometimes with social media when you compare, or there's just, like, a lot of information about how social media can be damaging, which it can if you are... I don't know, it's really hard. It, you have to be right in the right spot mentally to use it correctly so it's just so important to be there and then you can use the tool correctly oh exactly I think that a lot of people become like very envious because of social media and seeing other people do x y or z or you think somebody's life's so perfect or they're always so happy so I think that a lot of that's like where like internet trolls come from you know what I mean like yeah. they use that's the power of being mean to people because they think you know they're jealous of their life so I think it's good to like 
if you feel that way, like freaking attack that and squash it because nobody's life is perfect, but we should be happy to be able to see other people being happy. I don't know. I think that's really important. Yeah. I used to view Instagram a little differently. I don't know why, but more recently I've been trying to just really focus on the people I care about, make sure that their feed is on my feed and then follow different random Instagram accounts that just bring me joy, like cute little quotes or reminders or things like that. And I made myself private so I can't get trolls or random people following me. So that's been really good for me. At least I've been able to be kind to the people that I see on there who I care about. If I think they're cute in their picture, I'll I'll say that if I'm, I don't know, I'll just be able to do that. And it's so much of a better atmosphere for me when I really did filter who do I care about? Who do I want those relationships with? And what type of feed makes me happy? Yeah, I think that's really, really important. I always believe in following like accounts that make you, you know, make you a better person and make you happy. And so I think it's really important to like surround yourself like you have control over that environment. So definitely, I think it's important to follow people that, you know, influence you in a positive way and follow people that you know, so you can see how they're doing. And I think that something with like kindness, I think that sometimes, you know, we have a lot of kind thoughts, but we don't express them. And sometimes it's the people or most of the times it's the people that are mean that express their meanness Mm -hmm. to people. And so sometimes it feels like you're getting all the mean and no kindness from anybody. But in reality, I think we have a lot of people that are thinking a lot of kind thoughts towards us and we have a lot of kind thoughts towards other people. So I think it's really important to vocalize the kindness that we feel for others and not like just internalize it and, you know, leave it in our own thoughts. But I think it's important to express that to other people because that's going to positively affect them and make them self-aware of how, you know, how much you care for them. Yeah, and I've noticed as I've had this closer girl circle of friends that I've been able to grow because of social media, like all of my new girlfriends that I've met, I've met them virtually because COVID makes it so hard. And just the stage of life that we're in, everybody's like moving on to where their jobs are and things like that. But I've been able to grow strong relationships where they compliment me. And that's really been able to boost my confidence in the way I view life and just my anxiety and depression that I have has been lifted a lot, which is really great. Like, it's those little things that make the difference. You just have to, I don't know, make an effort and try really hard. Because I know, like I said earlier, it is scary to go out of your way and compliment someone, which I don't know why. It just can be scary sometimes. Yeah, I think that sometimes we might think it sounds a little, like, cliche. Like, oh, I really like her hat you know, her hat's so cute, but you're like, well, if I say that, I'm going to sound like dumb or she's going to think I'm weird or like stalkerish. And like, no, it's totally the opposite. People love compliments and people love feeling kindness. I don't know one person that doesn't like, you know, having someone be nice to them. That just doesn't like make sense to me. And like, you really never know what people are going through too. Somebody might be having like a freaking bad day and like your compliment or your smile, or your wave might go like a long way for them. So I think it's, it's important to just kind of like, put away that insecurity as much as we can and realize that like, honestly, what can go wrong when being outwardly kind or giving somebody a compliment? What really can go wrong with that? Yeah, 
Yeah, I totally agree. And I don't know if you've noticed this, Liv, but before I got married, like, I'd be going on dates with guys, and I'd be, like, getting ready to look nice. I don't know, just the dating phase, you know? And you have a bunch of girlfriends, and you're always getting compliments from people. I feel like once you get married, like, you lose some of your single friends, so now they're not complimenting you for some odd reason. And then, of course, it's just your husband complimenting you, which is great. Like, I'm glad. Hopefully your husband compliments you. But I feel like going from that many people to just one, it's really hard on a person when you lose friends who used to, like, build you up. And then they just disappear. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, This is something that, like, I was really self-aware with um, when getting married because I've had a lot of sisters that, have gotten married I'm just kind of seeing you know the natural evolution that can happen with the marriage stigma that once you're married you have married friends and once you're married like that's that you spend all your time with your spouse or with married friends or you find couples that you click with and I think that's an important part finding like a couple that you really like going on like you know double dates with but I don't think that there's any reason to lose friends and single friends just because you're in a different stage of life and it can be different but I think you know it's one of those things that I've had and made a conscious effort to keep because um I was like the first one out of my like really close hometown friend group to get married and it was really really weird for me at first and I was like kind of worried for a little bit and I was like ah like these are my like best friends I'm like I don't want to lose them so when it came down to it, I was just really open. And I was like, guys, like I, am, I know I'm getting married, but I am still like, I'm still live. I'm still me. I'm still an individual. And I still, I'm not going to drop off the face of the planet. Like I still want to be your friend and talk to you guys all the time. And so I think that that is a natural thing. And it is a, an adjustment for that single friend group. Because you do have another person that you're thinking of and that you have to put into the equation of your day-to-day life. But I think it's all about communication because that's where, like, hurt feelings a lot of times come from and, like, hurtful actions come from and, like, the non-kind part of you can come from is when you're not communicating because there can be misunderstandings when you do pass through, like, a different life stage um, than everybody else around you. So I think it's just really important to be like self-aware and make conscious effort and communicate with those people. Yeah, like it's both people's jobs. It's the friend and it's the one who got married. Like you both have to put an effort in and just be aware that you guys are still the same people and the friend has to remember, okay, they're getting married so they will have to share their time a little more. But that doesn't mean they don't want to hang out with me at all. And the married person has oh, <laughs> the married person has to remember that they still want friendship. So I know sometimes people just drop all their friends for months because they just got married, which I understand how that could be off-putting for friends. So as a person who just got married, you have to be sure to still make time for your friends too because if you just drop off the face of the earth, of course they're not going to want to talk to you anymore. Exactly. So I think it's about not going with that honeymoon phase stigma. I hate that stigma. I'm like, for me, it's if you want to put effort into a relationship, you put effort into a relationship, no matter what that looks like. And so like, 
when me and Brandon got um, so first started dating and got engaged, I had a really close friend that um, one of my best friends that I was rooming with. And it was actually kind of really hard for her to see me like kind of like evolve because we were really, 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 really close. And like we like we were like really, really close and we still are like best friends. But at that time, you know, it was kind of a new thing because we spend so much time together. We are from the same hometown. Like we just we only had each other in our friend groups and our occasional date nights with guys. And so like when me and Brandon got engaged, like she like was like, I'm so sorry that like I had a like after the fact, she was apologized to me about how um, she was sorry that that was kind of a difficult phase. And she felt like she was a little like mean. And I was like, girl, like, don't even worry about it. I told her, you know, I, I understand like how hard that must have been for you because your world was kind of flipped upside down. We were supposed to room together for a while. And then I, you know, find a guy and I'm getting engaged and I'm moving onto a new phase that I was, you know, wasn't, you know, necessarily expecting to have happen as quickly as it did. And it worked out how it was supposed to hundred percent, but you know, we just kind of talked it out and we're still, you know, besties to this day. And even like she was talking to me and she's like, I really want to hang out with her because she just like um, graduated or has one more semester or BYUI and she, then she's graduating. And she's like, I feel like I've kind of like fallen off the face of the earth sometimes, even though we lived in Rexburg at the same time. And I was like, don't even worry about it. I'm like, you're living that life. You're having fun in your college phase. And, you know, you're going to be grounded here pretty soon. You're going to have a job like and we're going to be in a more similar phase. And we still would talk and hang out every once in a while. But, you know, I didn't put any like weight on the fact that she had all these single friends that she would hang out with all the time. Like, I just didn't put any stress on that. And I was like, that's fine. Like, you know, we'll come back together and we can put more effort in as, you know, as time goes on. And from like here forth, we'll make effort to hang out, you know. So it's just about that communication. Yeah, mindset effort and just understanding forgiveness because little things will happen but like you're saying if you communicate and I feel like if you had a strong bond you would be selfless enough and humble enough just to be like okay yeah maybe we both messed up but I care about you this much that like we'll just push through it and we'll still have each other's backs so I think that's super important yeah I think that kindness comes from you know a lot comes in a lot of different forms And I think that sometimes, you know, kindness is part of that. It's like letting down like your ego and your mindset and just working together to get to like a point where like, okay, where do we want to put effort in? And just being honest with people that you want to keep in your life because friends do come and go, but there are friends that I do think that can stay in your life if you really, really put in the effort to just appreciate where where you're both at. Like I'm married. A lot of my besties are single, you know, more of them have gotten married over the years. Now there's only like a couple of my really close hometown friends that aren't married yet. But I'm like, I say no pressure. I'm like, you live your life, you live your phase and I'm happy for you. Like, there's no reason to like, feel like you have to catch up to like what stage of life I'm in because there's nothing to catch up to, you know, everybody's life is different, you know, timing is different. So definitely like, there's just no pressure. And I think not putting pressure on each other to be exactly how you were before too and just you know putting effort where you need to yeah I think that's awesome of you as the friend to be like yeah it's okay like if you are busy with other friends I accept that I'm not gonna get offended because yeah we're both in different stages and you're not pushing her to get to your stage or 
having all these ultimatums. So definitely super kind of you. And that's why you guys are still friends. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, is, a lot of times with these, with these types of friendships that you put this effort into, you end up calling on the phone after not talking for maybe a couple weeks or a month or whatever it is. And you, you talk on the phone and it's like nothing, no time happened. You know, we're in the same space. Like it doesn't feel like anything has changed. So I definitely think it's all about, like I said, just the effort. So yeah, and that's when you know you have a good friend, that you're both open, authentic, and can just jump back into where you were years ago. Because that's exactly. what, yeah, that's what's happened with me and my other friend, which she's moving. <laughs> we were only in California together at the same time for a few months, but even just meeting once or twice before she moves, we were able to reconnect as friends and then I'll stay more up to date on her social media and stay in contact and maybe I'll visit her if I ever travel to where she's moving yeah that's so awesome yeah I just think everybody wants to be kind well not everybody but I feel like most people want to be kind and want people to be kind to them so it's just finding that balance and I feel like first you have to love yourself and be kind to yourself to be able to be kind to others so the number one thing, like we've talked about in the past, is self-love, self-acceptance, self-growth. And then after that, I feel like everybody just wants to be kind. And I don't know. I feel like all the world should love each other. That's just me, though. I'm a hippie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would like to definitely think that most people want to be kind. So I'm just going to, like, ground that as a principle. Most people want to be kind. Most people want to be good people. So yeah. I think, you know, and it's kind of one of those things where, if you find yourself being really, really mean, definitely like self-reflect and see what is coming from that. That is an issue to your core. Like, okay, what problems are you having that are making you want to be mean to people and fixing that and just kind of reflecting, okay, when somebody is really rude to you, how does that make you feel? Yeah. And digest that. I think we forget how it makes us feel when somebody's mean to us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard. I mean, Sometimes you have to vent to, like, your besties, but, like, you're not going to go out of your way to say bad stuff about people. I mean, at least I don't try to do that. And like you were saying, yeah, it's just good to think most people are kind. But if you make an effort and you notice someone isn't kind, then definitely just stop making that effort. And I don't know, it's harder to do than just say stop. But that's something I've had to learn. If someone isn't giving you the same energy back or isn't being forgiving or kind, you can't put it on yourself and blame yourself for that. On that, At that point, it's just them and you have to move on. Exactly, because everybody has their own issues and some personalities don't click and I think that that's totally okay. And just having that acceptance and like Maria said, don't put that pressure on yourself that you're doing something wrong to make them mean to you because that's definitely not the case unless you're like outwardly like upfront being really rude to them. You know what I mean? So it's definitely about, you know, I think that it's a good principle that we've been taught since we were little, treat people how you want to be treated. It's as simple as that. And if you aren't treating people how you want to be treated, then you need to change your groove because honey, it's not okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we understand like everybody goes through life changes and 
sometimes maybe you do get in a bratty stage. I feel like teenage girls get that. Um, but yes, I'm like the worst teenage girl. So sorry, yeah. mom. Yeah, the key thing is just realizing and growing from that. Like, just don't stay in that forever, please. <laughs> just try to grow, you know? Right, and be really honest with yourself. And it's okay to not be perfect. And if you catch yourself being mean or you've been mean to somebody in the past, been unkind, it's okay to, like, even go to that person now and be like, hey, like, I don't know if you remember the situation, but I'm really sorry for acting like a snotty brat to you. And that'll go a long way. You know, it's okay to say sorry and to grow. And we all have things that we're going through, but that's also no excuse to be outwardly rude to somebody. So definitely just try to find healthy ways to deal with your crap and to like progress as a person. And then just try to be your nicest to other people because positivity is just, it's the best thing for your soul and it's the best thing for other people's. Yes, I agree. And everyone is going through something. You just never know. You can never see it on the surface. So be kind. Spread the love. It'll make the world a better place. (laughs) Yes, peace on earth. Goodwill to men, you guys. (laughs) I love that. But I feel like, I don't know. Do you have anything else you'd like to share, Liv, about kindness or anything? Um... I don't know. I would say one thing. If somebody's being unkind to you, don't be afraid to call them out in a nice way. Call it where you see it. I think that's important. Yes, I agree. And okay, <laughs> I here's something else I just thought of. Um, sometimes people just aren't the smartest and they say things that they don't realize seem a certain way. So before you get offended and mad, and you're rude back. This is really hard. I've had to learn this. <laughs> Just try to be, first ask, like, what did you mean by that? Kind of see what they meant and then tell them how it made you feel. Because I know a lot of people just don't think before they speak, which is hard. And people hurt people's feelings without meaning to. And it just gets messy when you just assume and then you're mad and then they're mad. It just gets messy. Yeah, sometimes we have grow up in different environments or like most time we grow up in different environments. So sometimes what equates to being kind and like something that's mean or not mean is different. Like, for example, I'm just like a very, I don't know, and I'm not trying to talk myself up here, but I'm just a very like giving, accepting, very nice person. I just, I don't know, it comes very naturally to me as long as I have food in me because I do get hangry. Brandon will attest to that. But, and sometimes I can get, I have my days. I'm not perfect, but I'll like outwardly, the core of me is I'm just a very kind person. So sometimes when like I've had people that I've grown up with that are really sarcastic, for example, and like say things sarcastically, but to me, I'm like, wow, that's like super rude. But so like, I've had to learn how to like pinpoint sarcastic people and just kind of realize that's like, they don't mean it in a, in a rude way. They're just trying to be funny and that's just their personality. So I've had to like, that's like one example of like a personality type that I've like grown up with. And as I've seen, um, through the years that I've had to kind of just come to terms with that, that that's just a personality and they're not trying to be like outwardly rude. It's just how they are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It happens. Or people will see you a certain way, like think you're People sometimes look at someone else's life and compare it to theirs, and they're like, 
that person has so much together, they're so happy, they're doing awesome, so they never think to compliment you, and they might just say things that they wouldn't want to be said to them, but they think because you seem so perfect and, like, you don't have feelings. Because when someone sees you as perfect, they don't really think about your feelings. They're kind of just looking at you and kind of comparing themselves, so they don't even think about you in that way. So sometimes people will just say stuff, and at that point, that's when you have to be like, oh, what did you mean by this? Or, actually, I have feelings too. This is how I took this. I don't know if you meant it this way, but I don't know. It's all about not escalating a situation, but making sure you're heard and people know how you're feeling too. Oh, yeah. I think that's really, really important. Um, Just like kind of being honest with people and kind of saying, hey, I don't think you meant this this way, but this is how it made me feel because that makes them more self-aware. So, Again, communication is just the core of all topics, I think. (laughs) Yes, I agree. Be kind, communicate, and spread goodwill like we were saying earlier. Yes, do it, you guys. It's much easier, I promise. The negative energy is so much harder to upkeep. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. And I just wanted to say thank you, everyone, for listening and We didn't have a podcast last week, but life gets crazy, as you know, so we're not going to get down on ourselves for that, and we're just going to keep going forward, making more episodes. Hopefully, we can upgrade our equipment soon, have better, I don't know, just upgrade everything. We want this to be an amazing podcast that can reach so many people so we can help spread kindness and just authenticity. Yes, we really want to elevate ourselves in the best way for you guys and for ourselves. And I mean, like our Instagram's looking real popping right now. So if you aren't following us on Instagram, definitely follow at actually underscore authentic uh, podcast. Is that what it is? Or is it just actually authentic? I think it is still authentic. Yeah, actually underscore authentic. But we're on Instagram. So follow us. That's where you get lots of like little tips throughout the week when you aren't um, listening to an episode and we just, you know, get to see more of us. So definitely remember to be kind and just be self-aware, you guys. And thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye, guys.